Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news here from Boys Room Studio, Joke Man Productions, with me, Stan the Joke Man. Apparently a uh, 22-year-old assistant manager of a Chick-fil-A there in Palm Beach got felt up by one Donald Trump. That's the rumor. And freedom of speech story. That's right. Finger-licking good, Donald Trump says about that 22-year-old assistant manager at the uh, Chick-fil-A out there on Dixie Highway. I'm not. No, I, we, this isn't verified yet, but yeah, I guess DT's been pretty warm for the uh, assistant manager over there at Chick-fil-A, and I guess he made his move. But what he didn't realize is, I guess this chick is apparently like the Jared Fogle of Chick-fil-A, the subway guy who had yeah girls' sexual favors for food. Fogel of fast food fucking restaurants, and she's been preying on poor former President Donald Trump for free food. They froze Don's assets. He's broke. He's hungry. But he knows that 22-year-old assistant manager, Chick-fil-A, there in Palm Beach will serve him up if he serves her. That's the freedom of speech story that come down today. Hey, boy, you want chicken strips? All right, you get your ass down at the landing strip. We're going to dine there first, you pussy. This is, this is, this is my own damn show. Which way, which way, switch way does the river flow? Stick sands the stones, they might break your bones, but words hurt forever, and truth destroys the dream. Fuck yeah, words hurt forever, when truth destroys the dream. What it's like to finger bang a Chick-fil-A chick. <laughs> um, that's just a terrible joke to make here on a Monday, and I apologize, folks. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. I am Stan the Joke Man, of course. That whole story is just rumors going around. You never know what to believe anymore. I know George Clooney. I guess he witnessed some, you know, predatory-like behavior from Donald Trump, you know, cruising chicks. He, he's going to be a factor for a while. It's so funny because, you know, he was just this knucklehead. I knew him before he was, uh, you know, a, a president. He was just a guy who was chasing girls. You know, every time you went out, he'd come over and be like, what's the name of that girl? You know, that's all he was. And, 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 and the idea that there's this whole group of people that, you know, that they think he's the champion of, which he certainly can't stand in real life. Oh, did you hear that? This is coming from somebody at Personal Friends, Donald Trump. Revealing how he feels about you, Trump supporter. And, 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 and the idea that there's this whole group of people that, you know, that they think he's the champion of, which he certainly can't stand in real life. From that day on, our opponents, and we had a lot of opponents, but we've been waging an all-out war in American democracy. You got to be a subservient, mindless fucking moron to fall for it these days with all the information available to you out there. Good sources of reliable information. You'll just sit there mindlessly with your thumb in your ass and allow yourself to be told what to think. It's disgraceful. I hope you don't do that. And I'm not going to get into that. But we are going to talk about what DT is doing to try to turn the country against its own institutions. And he's actively doing it just like Adolf Hitler. You see, he wants you to believe the country's fucked up and he's the only solution. That's how you get a dictatorship, morons. Well, I hate to let you tantrum-throwing, fit-throwing, unrealistic dicks down, but you cannot have it your fucking way all the time. You are not entitled to just 
fucking dismiss the world. Spoiled fucking brats. You can't have it your way, so you just want to burn the whole fucking thing down, right? You got excuses four miles high for not giving a fuck. And dare if anybody try to point out your dismissiveness, your shittiness. Well, they're just an asshole, aren't they? (laughs) Unoriginal, folks. It's, It's so irritating because... It's being what's happening in this country right now is being downplayed dismissively by these fucking goofs. They're too complacent, lazy, and half ass to be expected to give a shit to even so much as change their mind or their own fucking behavior. They don't want to do a fucking thing till it comes here and touches them. And they don't realize Donald Trump makes it in the White House. It's gonna more than touch him. It's gonna cost them everything. But they're too hard-headed and stupid to see it. And in the end, when they lose it all, they're going to blame Hillary Clinton. Because they were told to, like a bunch of fucking monkeys. Folks, I'm not being mean. I'm just asking you to do your own homework. Because it's right out of the fucking Adolf Hitler playbook. Donald Trump's always had a hard-on for dictators. Well, he's not going to get it here. And guess what, pussy? You're not going to have it here. Not in America. These arrogant fuckers want to put him above the Constitution and the law. I guarantee if that was Barack Obama sitting in the White House, you wouldn't feel that way, would you, fucker? What does that say about you? What does that say about you? Did you hear Trump's lawyers Friday? They sat there in the court and blatantly blamed law and the Constitution and that Trump should be allowed to say whatever the fuck he wants when he wants. I'm not kidding. Here's the audio. Listen to this fucking defense. But in all of these cases that the Supreme Court raises when it relates to political speech, it is almost invariably going to fall out on the side of let the speech occur. Even if it's false, even if it's fraudulent, when it's in the course of an election, and especially a presidential election, and especially when you're going to have people on the other side going at it, hammer and tong, to figure out what is what is the truth. <laughs> that fucking lawyer, you want to talk about desperate as shit. Did you hear that defense? Basically, he's just saying because... The people don't know what the truth is. He should be allowed to lie as much as he fucking wants. <laughs> and that, say even yes. as with fraudulent, you mean even if false? Even if false, yes, okay. excuse me. Even if false, even if false. And the Supreme Court has come again and again and again and said that this type of speech, we're going to protect it, we're going to protect it even though it's false. And the state here in its indictment, the entire premise is, well, what you're saying is false. What you're saying is wrong. As of December the 3rd, when you have a result in the election, you ought to have known that Joe Biden was the winner. And because you said Joe Biden's not the winner, and because you filed a lawsuit and you had electors go and vote, and because you got on TV or did a tweet or came up with a legal theory, we want to put you in jail. That is the defense of a spoiled brat. My behavior should be allowed, 100% fucking allowed, because you're wrong. 
all the damage caused from my actions should be looked beyond and forgiven and dismissed because something over here was incorrect. That's his fucking defense, which, of course, ties right into presidential immunity. You see, Donald Trump believes the Constitution's silence, the fact that it doesn't say in the Constitution that Trump doesn't have presidential immunity, must mean that he has presidential immunity because they didn't say he didn't have it. So if I want to blow my neighbor's fucking brains out, all I got to do is become president? That's that shit-ass beliefs. Folks, I'm a Freemason, and you should know our founding father, George Washington, was so revered and loved by everyone for everything he had gone through to help set this country free from the crown. They wanted to make George Washington a king. But Freemason Washington said, Mm-mm, fuck no, are you all gone crazy? Yeah, I'm paraphrasing here, but he wouldn't allow it. He said, absolutely not. I ain't going to be your emperor. That would defeat the whole fucking purpose of what we're doing here in the first place, Brother Masons. No kings, no emperors. We're all going to share this responsibility. I'll be president and run shit for a few years, but then I'm gone, bitches. That's right. I love my country so much, and I'm so selfless. I won't allow you to trust me only, because I could fuck it up. That's what George Washington said. Not exactly, but close. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not old Donnie T. He wants to be king so he can run this country into the ground like one of them fucking casinos. He believes he's above the law, and they believe he's above the law too, and that's why they want to get rid of America so they can serve their daddy. Well, I'm happy to uh, see that Judge Tanya Chutkin slapped old Donnie Trump down his old presidential immunity shit. He can't argue with it. In her ruling, she said, and I'm not going verbatim, but here it is. Criminal conduct is not part of the necessary functions performed by public officials. By definition, the president's duty to take care that the law be faithfully executed does not grant special latitude to simultaneously violating it. How about that, Donnie? We had a lot of opponents, but we've been waging an all-out war in American democracy. Shut the fuck up, you Vladdy lover. Oh, Trumpsky, you're not mine. You're the top of Putin's mind. Hey, Trumpsky. Hey, Trumpsky. Oh, Trumpsky, you're not mine. You got a Moscow credit line. Hey, Trumpsky. Hey, Trumpsky. Oh, Trumpsky, you're not mine. Facing years of prison time. Hey, Trumpsky. Hey, Trumpsky! Oh, Carmen Trumpsky, you'll never understand. Selling out Ukraine when stupid justice planned. Oh, Carmen Trumpsky took Putin by the hand and shamed us in Helsinki. Then tried to coo Donnie, coo Donnie, fit throwing coo Donnie. Hey, Trumpsky! Withheld Ukraine aid because they wouldn't lie. Your boyfriend Vladdy attacked. You praised him while they died. Selling out America because you're Vladdy's guy. Hey, Trotsky! They choose you over God and the U.S. of A. Let's eliminate some rights on book burning day. They'll drop to their knees for your daddy and do what you say. Hey, Trotsky! 
Trumpsky, you'll never understand. Selling out Ukraine went stupid just as planned. Old Kermit Trumpsky took Putin by the hand, then shamed us in Helsinki and tried to code on it, code on it, fit and code on it. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Hey, if you can't afford a psychiatrist, I'm in. That's right. I'm just a letter away. Joke Man Productions, P.O. Box 699, Henrietta, Oklahoma, 74437. Or Facebook shit. That's the best way. Joke Man Productions there on Facebook. Joke Man Productions, LLC on Facebook. And if you don't have it, try a carrier pigeon or something. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm not saying this... Advice is guaranteed. This advice promises no brighter future. This advice is going to fix maybe nothing. But it's honest. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Dear Stan, I painted my face <coughs> black over the weekend and wore my yellow shirt for college football team's game. I was accused of being racist because my face was painted black. What the hell? Am I allowed to pay? Okay, I don't even have to go any further on this, okay? Here it is, folks. There is a big difference between painting a face black from using black paint. There's a big difference. There's a difference between saying nigger and using that god-awful word that doesn't even belong in the English language as far as I'm concerned. We need to get rid of it completely. I don't think it should be said or used, but I say it now because fuck if I can't go outside and not hear people using it all the time around me, mostly black folks. Hey, would you please stop saying it around my kids and shit so I don't have to explain it? Yeah, you put me in that position. You can't have it both ways. There's a difference between painting your face black and then using black paint on your face. You got a lot of hypersensitive people out there, and I understand that too. They are not your responsibility, and you are not required to dance on eggshells around their hypersensitivity. Okay? They certainly seem great at dishing it out, but can't fucking take it. So you just keep on painting your face for the game, sir. But there's some people out there, too, that just sit there waiting, waiting, waiting for somebody to slip up and do anything, something wrong, anything that could be transcribed to appear as you've done something wrong. They want to publicly shame you for being yourself and doing something completely harmless, like going to a football game and rooting your team on by using body paint. Well, guess what? Once a year, I paint my face black. Fuck, I don't. I paint it black, yeah. Not to go after black people, no. But to hide. No, not from black people, asshole. The turkeys. Thanks for the letter. Everybody lighten the fuck up. Dear Stan, my boyfriend Rick and I broke up ten years ago, then we reunited two years ago. He spent many hours painting and doing repairs to my house. I cook for him, give him massages. We have a great relationship. Problem is, Rick is emotionally involved with another woman. 
He claims they aren't involved in any way sexually. But should I tell her about his involvement with me? I mean, I have her name, address, and phone number. Rick refuses to tell her about me because he says it'll upset her. I think she ought to know. What do you think I should do? I love him dearly, and I don't want to lose him. Being played in New Jersey? Bullshit. He's fucking her. You can't be emotionally involved with this woman and banging this one over here and be stable. He's fucking her and lying to you and her. Rick is, yeah, a dick. Thanks for the letter. You understand, a good friend of mine, 20 years, been homeless for several months. She has a good quality free living option available to her, but it would require her to move five hours away. She will not want to leave her job. Meanwhile, I have a guest room. Yeah, she's stayed with me and my family on three different occasions. He's time for about a week, but it's just not sustainable for very long. We don't want a roommate. I know I shouldn't take on her problems as my own, but it's hard to wonder about my friend's safety. Where she's showering, charging her phone, keeping her food cold, etc. My guest bedroom sets empty. Am I wrong not to open up my home to her indefinitely? I feel like she's won Carly's payment away from sleeping under a bridge. On the other hand, she has the options she's refusing to take. What does a good friend do in this situation? Go visit her. When I was homeless, my friend Shane, he come to visit me, you know. He, he once in a while he'd bring me a burger or something. He was, but he didn't come down there every day, you know. He didn't, he didn't make it, so I relied on him at all, you know. But he would come check on me. That's right. Listen to the book, Bombing Down Point City. That's how how it started out. Me homeless in Long Beach, but. Uh, <laughs> Oh, what a fun, fun adventure this is going to be. I have nowhere to live. Anyway, um, but yeah, and but don't forget, too, sometimes homeless is a lifestyle choice. As crazy as that fucking sounds, it's a lifestyle choice. And I didn't learn that until I helped a, um, a homeless fellow by the name, he, his street name was Throwdown in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he was, he had hailed from Watonga, I believe, originally. I found out as much as I could about him. But he um, was somebody I hired when I could, you know, and uh, with the help of a local police officer, another friend of mine, we, you know, we introduced him to some of the programs they had available to him in downtown Tulsa to get him out the street for a bit. We had so much hope for him because he actually got off the street and he got a job. He had an apartment. After a few months, he couldn't take it. And he just went right back to the street where he was comfortable. And my friend Throwdown died there. I'll never forget that, man. He was so fucking genuine. But he had decided that's where he wanted to be, and so he was there, you know? What is that old saying? You can't lead a woman on her period to a tampon or something? I can't remember. Can't lead a stupid redneck to a cola Copenhagen a caddy gay man to a butt plug or I I don't remember. But yeah. Look for some of that logic. Stop bothering me, okay? Thanks for the letter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh thank you for listening to this show. Would you do me a solid and share it, please? 
put it out there to the world, I'd appreciate it. Hey, hello, Des Moines, Iowa. Wow! Looky there, Des Moines, Council Bluffs, Iowa, the Omaha, Nebraska area. Thank you, folks. Are you moving up in the pings there? I really appreciate you listening. Oh, Warren Buffett. Huge fan of philanthropist Warren Buffett, and I sure as hell hope he doesn't take too much offense to my smart-ass Hathaway bits and shit I've done. <laughs> I want to say thank you fine folks for listening to this show. Thank you much, 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 and if you could share it, I'd appreciate it. This, of course, property of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios here in Henrietta, America. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Apple and Amazon. Uh, yeah, we're probably going to go YouTube at the beginning of the year. Video, folks, you're finally going to get a seat. Boys Room Studio with your very own eyes and the show done on a daily basis, okay? You guys have a rock and roll fun day Monday and a good news day Tuesday. Burn your shit solid. Be back on Wednesday. Bombing down Poinsettia, Chapter 28, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Show, of course, be back high noon Wednesday. Till then, bye. Can you go, amigos? Yeah.